Blog Talk Radio. The headlights are cutting the fog on a midnight highway. And 18 wheels are driving through the dawn. There's a Blue Ridge Mountain sunrise filling the mirror. Ashtrays full, the coffee's almost gone And the truckers heading west to Colorado Passing the miles with his friends on the CB code And tonight the truck stops somewhere out in nowhere And tomorrow's the wind and the open road Welcome to the Interactive Internet. I'm your host, Pete Carr, welcoming you to the show. And uh, I know we have had uh, some weeks off here, folks. Uh, I'll tell you what happened. This uh, this show is, is hosted on blogtalkradio.com. And for the longest time, I could go into Blog Talk Radio and I could set up shows in advance. Um, usually what I would do is I would set the show up like six months in advance so that for the next six months, every Sunday, all I had to do was call in on my host line and I could uh, do the show. I didn't have to reset the show every single week. Well, radio did away with advanced scheduling of shows. So every week, Every host has to go in and schedule a show whenever they're scheduled, you know, whenever they, they want it. And a lot of times on Sundays I would be running, uh, mostly I would be running down south, and I would have, uh, generally I would have Publix in Decula, Georgia, to deliver at 6 o'clock on Sunday evening. So what I would do is simply take my phone when I went into the receiving office at Publix, I would take my phone with me, I would dial the number for my host, and I would start the show because it would start automatically via Blog Talk Radio. Well, when they did away with that, that means I had to go back into my my host section, my administrative section on Blog Talk Radio, And I would have to manually set a show for that Sunday at 6 p.m. And I'll tell you, folks, you know, I run, I literally run my butt off out here. You know, I've lost 60 pounds in the last year. And for me, that's a lot of weight off. I have literally run my butt off out here on the road. And I didn't have time to stop logging to Blog Talk Radio set a show up, log out, and then keep moving. 
it was really nice when we could schedule shows in advance because they would always be there. Now what I have to do is I have to go in and manually set a show up. When this show is done, I have to go back in and schedule a show for next Sunday. So to do this manually every week from now on. And I just didn't have the time. You know, it's it's been crazy. Um, this it, it hit just about in the middle of winter, January or so, um, where I was in. I was up in in Illinois and Indiana and and Iowa and everything, and it was twenty below zero, and I didn't have time for anything, folks. So consequently, uh, we haven't had a show for a while. Now we have a show, uh, like I said, after this show is over, I will go back in and I will schedule my next show as an upcoming episode for next Sunday at 6 o'clock Eastern. I'm going to have to do this at the end of every show, folks. It was so much easier when I could just do it once, schedule it six months in advance, and every Sunday it would play. So much easier. Well, now we got to do it manually. Anyway, we're back. Um, happy Easter to all the Christians out there in the world. Uh, hey, Brian. Uh, Brian's online, folks. Hi, Brian. Hey, Dad. Uh, Brian, you're up there in the middle of nowhere, Oregon. <laughs> yeah, I got a big mountain and cliff on my right and a big lake on my left. Okay, I think... I think the big mountain on your right is going to be Mount Hood. Um, Klamath Lake would be on your left. And you're yeah, now you're up, you're you're up in the you're actually up in the Oregon high desert, right? Did we lose Brian? We may have lost Brian. He's he's up in the up in the high desert of Oregon, folks. Yeah, he did. We lost him. He'll he'll call back in. Um, he's up in the Oregon high desert, north of uh, Klamath Falls, and he's heading uh, heading northbound up there. Here we go. Okay, Brian, we lost you for a second. Yeah, that that mountain turn, uh, on my right turned into water, and then it turned into a field. And right there in the middle of the field was a bald eagle. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, now maybe that isn't Mount Hood. Mount Hood is further north of you. I'm looking at the map. Uh, let's see. You are. Yeah, I'm not sure which one that is. Um, there are a number of large um, mountains up in that area there. There's there, there's the whole uh, Pacific, um, what they call the Ring of Fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mount Hood, when you get further up towards, um, towards the Columbia, towards Washington State, you'll be looking straight up towards Mount Mount St. Helens. Yep. Mount St. Mount St. Helens is going to be straight ahead in front of you. If you're going north on 97, you're going you're going up towards Bend, Oregon. Uh-huh. 
after about Bend, Oregon is when you can start seeing Mount St. Helens and Mount Hood. Mount Hood is up there, too. Now, I don't know if I'd be able to see Mount St. Helens with all this overcast and all that. Yeah, that's true. Um, but that's that's part of what they call the Pacific Rim, Ring of Fire. Um, it goes around the Pacific Ocean um, all the way from California. You know, you got Mount Shasta, and you went by that. Yep. That's up by Redding, California. Uh, Mount Shasta, then you keep going north into Oregon, and you hit, like, um, Mount Hood, um, up into Washington, Mount St. Helens. Um, what's the other one that you can see from uh, Seattle? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the name of it, too. It's not Mount St. Helens. Um, anyway, the ring of uh, that rim of ring of fire goes all the way around the Pacific Ocean, around Alaska, and it goes on towards um, uh, Japan. Hmm. Okay, let's see now. What do we got here? I'm looking at the uh, at the Washington State map. Uh, I know there's another one that you can see from uh... oh Mount Rainier. Uh, Mount yeah. Rainier, you can see you can see from Seattle. Mount Rainier. That's and and these are all um, basically except for Mount St. Helens. Um, these are all inactive volcanoes. Now, what's the one you can see when you're, you're over on I-5 going up towards Washington? Isn't that Mount St. Helens? You can see that um, when you get around Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Yeah, that's Mount St. Helens. Yeah, that's what I thought because uh, there was one day I was going up I-5 and, you know, I saw it, like, directly in front of me. I got a couple of pictures of it. Yeah, that's um, that, that would be Mount St. Helens. That's what I thought. That's that's the one you look at it. It looks like it looks like it's almost a flat mountain because the top got blown off. Yeah, that's Mount St. Helens. Yeah, and then and then further north you get up towards Seattle, Tacoma, and look to the east, and then you'll see Mount Rainier. Yep. And and Mount Rainier is a regular snow-capped peak. But yeah, that's what those are. Those are those are volcanoes. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, I don't remember where I was the first time Mount St. Helens blew, but the second time I was in I was in Chicago. I was hauling cars at the time, you know, antique cars, and I come down through Joliet and got on Interstate 80 going west, and I was headed uh, towards Seattle. And I was taking Interstate 80 because I had to make a stop over in uh, Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. And I was going west across western Illinois and into Iowa. And we had heard on the radio, like the day before, that Mount St. Helens had blown for a second time. And I was running across Iowa. 
and you could see a dark cloud like an arrow coming east. Wow. It was all of it was all of the soot that got caught that went up and got caught in the jet stream and it was coming east and um I remember I parked over uh between Omaha and Lincoln. I parked out there at the old Greenwood truck stop, you know, um uh, slept there overnight. And I got up the next morning and there was dust all over the place. When was that? That, that was back in going to say early 80s. Something like that. Um, hmm. Let me look. Just for kicks. Yeah, because I was thinking use... about Mount St. Helens, and I was I was wondering when the last time it actually blew up was. Yeah. I'm, I'm using my notebook computer on here and uh, did through the Sap Brothers uh, Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Mount St. Helens. Let's see. Let's get into let's get into Mount St. Helens here for a bit. Um, May eighteenth, nineteen eighty. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Nineteen eighty. Yeah, that's right, because I had my own uh, my own company and truck and trailer at the time when I was doing antique cars. That's when I first got into it. That was 1980. Hmm. I didn't know you had your own truck and trailer. Yeah, a long time ago. After, um, after I worked over at uh, American Furniture, I went and bought an old truck and a trailer, and I had a couple of other trailers and another guy named Tom Carlin and, and we uh we did cars. Huh. Um yeah that was Sunday, May eighteenth, nineteen eighty. And then the next the next time it blew, um let's see. There was a second eruption. They also had an eruption, uh oh, wait a minute, later eruptions, 1980 to 91. Let me look here. Okay, that was May 25th, 1980. May 18th and May 25th. Hmm. Um, apparently they've had some smaller eruptions. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one it says the 2004 to 2008 volcanic activity at Mount St. Helens has been documented as a continuous eruption with a gradual extrusion of magma. Huh. Starting in October 2004 and ceasing in January 2008, there was a gradual building of a new lava dome. 
The new dome did not rise above the caldera created by the 1980 eruption. Activity lasted until January of 2008. So it's been like seven years. Yeah, but but this thing is not dead, folks. Mount St. Helens is an active volcano. And basically, it could erupt at any time. Hang on a second. I got to... I gotta either start the truck up or put the windows down. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try putting the windows down first. Maybe we can get some airflow through here. Yeah, I know a lot of guys, um, friends of mine from around Spokane, Washington, which is just east of there, east of where the volcano is. Um they said that, that there were guys that were running their diesel engines and the air filters were getting so clogged up with dust that a couple of guys made the stupid mistake of taking their air cleaners out, <laughs> their, air, their air cleaner filters. And this is all mm-hmm. metallic dust. This is metallic dust. They sucked it into the engines and screwed up their engines. <laughs> There's there's still places out there east of Mount St. Helens um, that you go out and walk and you look and it looks like a gray or dark, you know, dark colored field. Mm-hmm. And you step in it and, and you're into a couple of feet of just fine dust. There's dust, wow. there's dust bowls all over east of Mount St. Helens. You know, yeah, I got like, a friend uh, that lives maybe, up there in uh, by Olympia. Yeah, a little bit further north. But... They would have seen it from there. Yeah. You know the um, the actual eruption could could be could have was seen basically hundreds of miles away in every direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was nasty. I don't know, it just kind of makes you wonder when the next time it's actually going to erupt, you know, big time or whatever. Yeah. Or if one of the others might erupt. All of those are connected underground by a molten river of lava. Mm-hmm. They're, they're all connected, and that's how they, you know... They they find a weak spot in the Earth's crust and they start drilling upward with that hot hot magma until it goes up, you know, and hits the air and then it explodes. No. Yeah, and it'll form a new volcano. The magma forms like a lava dome way underground and that lava dome comes upward and as it comes upward it shoves the dirt upward into a cone and then it goes right up through the middle. Hmm. It creates it creates the volcano from underground. Weird. It's pretty wild. Well, you know, volcanoes are also um tied into earthquakes. Because these these volcanoes are where the tectonic plates come together. Mm-hmm. When you have one plate meeting another plate there's obviously a gap we'll find the weak spot and go upward. 
Well, that's how um, you know that's that's how the continents and everything get their shape from the movement of the tectonic plates and the uh, action of the volcanoes. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at Hawaii. They got formed from volcanoes. Yeah, they do. And I just now, heard are the are the uh, the volcanoes over on Hawaii are they active or inactive? Oh, they're they're active. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's, that's right. They, never mind. Because remember, remember recently there was um, there was a, a lava flow that was um, going into a neighborhood. It yeah, was, it yeah, was that's flowing, right. You know, and and people were were standing there watching it move like a couple of feet a day, and it was headed towards their houses, and there was just nothing they could do. Yep. Yeah. Um, Mauna Loa. And Mauna Kea, I believe, are both active volcanoes. Yeah, I should have known that. Yeah, yeah, and up uh, up at the top there, this is also something that not a lot of people know. But up at the top of the volcanoes, it is an alpine climate where it snows every year. <laughs> up at the tops of the volcanoes in Hawaii, they get snow. And they actually have a Honolulu snow snow skiing club. People that go up there and snow ski. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it literally snows in all fifty states. And this well, yeah, I mean, winter, look at you know the the previous the previous winter. You know, they were actually calling for snow in Hawaii. Where, <laughs> You know, not up in the uh, on a on a mountain or a volcano, but everywhere else. <laughs> um, excuse me. Um, yeah, we had a bad winter this past winter, folks. I mean, bad as far as um, the way the jet stream dipped it dipped down from Colorado into Texas. The winter storms down south in the um, in the jet stream. So places like Atlanta, Birmingham, um, Montgomery, Tallahassee, Florida got snow. They got mm-hmm. really cold, cold temperatures. I mean, <clears throat> I was up in Illinois, and just the air temperature was 20 below zero. And it was it was cold, but it was kind of dry up in the Midwest. All of the... Um, all the snow went south this past winter. I mean, Atlanta got a couple of snowstorms, and north of Atlanta got a bunch of snowstorms. Yep. Yeah, I was up in uh, either Michigan or Wisconsin. It was like, you know, negative 25, negative 20 and cold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got stuck up there. I went and did a Chicago, and then I kept getting turned, um, like in Omaha or something, back to Chicago. I stayed up there for like four weeks straight. Yep. That was one of them deals where when when Taylor had to go out the door, um, Taylor Marie's my my black lab, folks. When it was time for her to go out, I would just pull up in the rest area, open the door, and throw her ass out. <laughs> 
I didn't get out. I told her, I said, I don't have to get out. I'm not getting out. And and I hooked her leash, you know. I just tossed her out with the leash and then kind of closed the door on the leash, let her stand out there for about five minutes, and then she wanted back in. But, yeah. Animal cruelty. Yeah, animal cruelty. <laughs> it was cold. I got... Um, I got a pair of winter boots, and then I went went and bought a pair of those twenty below boots. Mm-hmm. You know those big thermal insulated boots and all that. And then, of course, when I when I bought them, they started running me back down to Florida again. Mm-hmm. So I got to take them out of the truck, put them in the Jeep. I don't I don't need them for the rest of this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at the winter before last when, you know, those Arctic fronts came down in January and all that. You know, I was up there in Indiana, and I had Ming on the truck. Every time I took Ming out, you know, I'd get out with her. Yeah. Well, that's you. That's not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, and I didn't have, like, a, a 20-foot leash. Yeah, and besides that, Ming's a little baby dog. She couldn't jump back up in the truck. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Yeah, she did a couple could... of times. Did she? Yeah, uh, every once in a while she would jump up in a truck. Shit, when I was at home, we couldn't find me. She had jumped up on the uh, the top step of my truck and was just laying there. Huh. Well, what was that, a Freightliner? No, it was uh, Peterbilt. Oh. Yeah, this, um, this Kenworth I have, the steps are hard enough for uh, Taylor. I don't. I yeah, think see, the, the steps on that the steps on that Peterbilt were uh, uh, kind of spread out a little bit. I mean, they were they were decent enough where I could sit on a top step comfortably. Yeah, got a little bit further. Well, the other um, the other Kenworth that I had, the steps were, you know, the 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 bottom step was out, and then the the middle step was indented a little bit, so it made like a stair step. Yeah, yeah, that's how they the Peterbilt was. Yeah, they weren't straight up and down. These are straight up and down on this Kenworth. Yeah, that's uh, kind of how they are on the, the Freightliner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some trucks are not that good for, for dogs getting in, and some trucks are. Yeah. Uh-huh. What is it, a W900 that uh, Dan has? Yep. I'm not... I'm not sure how that works, but I do know um, there should be a side door on that that's down where you can step off the ground up into there. I don't know. Yeah, I think that I think that W nine hundred. I think it's indented a little bit. Well, I mean, either uh, way, with with most of the uh, the older W nines and all that, I mean, even the uh, the old Peterbilts, the way the steps are is kind of like an actual uh, stair step instead of being straight up and down. Yeah, yeah. Let me. Look. And the bottom step, the bottom step is a lot further to the ground than than normal. Yeah, let me see. Uh I've been trying to find a picture of Dan's truck online, and I can't. I still have the picture you sent me. Can you send that back to me? Yeah. 
All right, yeah, send that back to me because I don't have one on my uh, on my new iPhone. Um, yeah, okay, that's the, way the, the one you sent me. The way the boxes are on this, and I'm looking at the passenger side of these trucks, um, it's going to be about the same problem for uh, Taylor to get up into that as it would be to this one. Because they're straight up and down. Now, the the one on Dan's truck, um, that's like an actual stair step. They don't look straight up and down. I don't know. I'll just send you that picture, though. Yeah, I see a big one here. John, that's a big sleeper. Bigger than Dan's. Kid, crazy. It looks like twice the size. Wow. Yeah, it looks like twice the size. Huge sucker. I don't know. Dan's sleeper is pretty big. This one's bigger. bigger. What can you only pull with it? Like a 28-foot trailer and that's it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to save this picture, though, for you. Trying to save it. Says you can use this picture for a desktop. Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to save the picture and it won't save it for me. No, I don't know. If you just go into um, Google Images and mm-hmm. type in W Kenworth W nine hundred. You'll yeah. find the picture. You'll find the picture. What color is it? It's a dark. It's a. It's several different colors of blue. Oh. It's a uh, big. Let's see, Kenworth W nine hundred. Yeah, you got to scroll down through the images. You'll find it. It looks like it's got three damn fuel. T- 350-gallon fuel tanks on the side. Uh, there's a, like an orange and blue one. No, this is a dark blue. It's got kind of a curved a curved blue sweeper on it, and it's huge. No, that definitely ain't it. I'm more of a green color. Now this one's different colored blue, like a big, like a big swatch of blue. There's one that has like a three foot air horn on the uh, side of the the hood. Now (laughs) keep looking, keep looking, you'll find this one. This one's giant. Uh, Another orange and blue one. Yeah, I'll find it eventually. Yeah, yeah, you'll see it. The sleeper looks like it's 15 or 20 feet long. Good grief. Yeah, it's giant. I was trying to save the damn thing. Yeah, so far I haven't found it. Huh? So far I haven't found it. 
I don't know why it's not showing up on Kelly. Let's see if I visit the web page, what happens. Uh, there's another one. It kind of has, like, purple vendors. No. That's a big sleeper. Uh, I don't think that one's it. It's kind of more of a purplish silver. Good grief, man. I don't know why it's not showing up on here. I don't know. Let me see what happens if I right click it. Save image. Save it on my desktop. Still haven't found it. Uh, save it on my desktop. See what happens. Uh, I think I went just uh, just went through all the pictures. I didn't see it. Okay. Um, where you're gonna where you're going to uh, search for it? Mm-hmm. Type in, type in this number. All right, hold on. Three nine. Kenworth W nine hundred. I gotta get back to that now. Kenworth W nine hundred. Okay, now type in this number. Three nine zero eight four, and hit search. Really? Okay, I see one. The top is kind of black, and it has like a purplish kind of color going from the top right there, top uh, yeah, top right corner down to the uh, hood. Now this one doesn't have purple on it. Well, I can't tell if it's a light blue because I go to click on the image and it says click for full resolution. Nice. Yeah. The website. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this one's kind of like a... Uh, the, the top of the sleeper says uh, Showtime. Well, I went into I went into Google Images... And I typed in Kenworth W nine hundred three nine zero eight four, and it came up as the first picture. Is the website uh, carbase dot com? Yes. Okay, though I'm looking at the same truck. I had to go okay, to the website yeah. to look at it. The top of the, the top of the sleeper says uh, Showtime. It's got like four windows on it. Well, with three windows yeah, yeah. and a window on a door. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, look at how big that sucker is. Uh, yeah, really. That's bigger than Dan's truck. That's about double what Dan's is. Well, Alright, let's go to uh, back to Dan's picture and look at it. Yeah, it's just about double the uh, the sleeper. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big sucker. Yeah, under the fuel tanks. Good grief, man. 
Yep. Uh, you can go like, you know, I don't know, what, 30,000 miles before you have to fill up again with those tanks? Yeah. <laughs> what, um, <laughs> did you, did you send me that? Did you message me over Dan's truck picture? Yes, yeah, yeah, I sent it. Can't see it until I get off the phone. Yeah, it's because you have an iPhone. Yeah, my iPhone won't won't do that. You need to get an Android. Any, yeah. All right. Anyway, it looks like we got about 20 minutes left on the show. What else is going on today that we can talk about? Uh, I know. I don't, I don't know. Um, I know Lou won't be on today because she's got a house full of people for Easter. Ah. Uh, Why she's not on today. So basically today is the father and, uh, father and son show. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Welcome you know, we to just, the father um, and son show uh, this Sunday where we talk about yeah, we trucking. Just, and <laughs> we just got back on. Like I was saying, you know, I have to, uh, I have to schedule my shows. Like when I'm done with this one today, I'll have to go back into the control panel and schedule another show. I'm gonna start this truck up. It's getting warm in here. I'm sick facing west. <laughs> Got that big, big Denver sun just coming right through the windshield. Yeah, I got a bunch of uh, Oregon overcast. Yeah, yeah. Are you still rolling? More snow too. Yeah, I'm I'm still rolling. I'm, I'm, I got to seal the trees on both sides, and I'm pretty sure it looks like it's snowing ahead. Wow. Yes, it is, because I just hit it. Yeah, where, where did you say you were going to stop at? Lapine. Yeah, there's uh, I think, Gordy's truck stop there. It has like a hundred and some odd parking spots. I think that's south of Bend, isn't it? Um, I, I don't think, think so. Just, I think that's south of Bend. Yes, it is. Uh, okay. Because Bend, Oregon used to have uh, a really good little truck stop in there. And they had one of these, uh, like, Mountain Man restaurants or whatever. Uh-huh. I don't know if that truck stop's still there, but Lapine, yeah, Lapine is um, Gordy's truck stop. Yeah, I don't think that uh, the one in um, Bend is still there because I'm looking in the truck stop book and it's not showing up. That, and it didn't show up on my uh, my little app that I have for uh, truck, and truck stops and all that. So yeah, I don't think it's yeah, there it's, anymore. It's it's been some years. Uh, I think I've been down through there with Shepard one time, but that was like um, back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Mm. When I first when I first started with Shepard. No. I think I think I went down through there and I didn't remember seeing it, but I know uh, I know Gordy's down there in the pine. I've stopped down there before. Yeah, I looked at that on the the satellite image. It looked like they got Dan Gordy's is going to be basically the only thing in the area. 
And that shouldn't be too... That, I don't think that's too far south of there. I lose you again. Looks like we lost uh, Brian again here, folks. He'll be... Uh, He'll call back in here in just a second. There he is. Get him. Okay, Brian. Yeah, I heard you kind of cutting in and out a little bit and ended up losing signal, so. Yeah, I was saying that um, Pine isn't too far south of Bend, Oregon. No, it's not. It's, and it's only like uh, an hour and 13 away from uh, Prineville. And you don't deliver till when? Tuesday? Tomorrow. Oh, you deliver tomorrow. Yeah, but I have between like 8 and 2, 8 in the morning to like 2 in the afternoon. Yeah. So I have a window. I'm going to try and show up, you know, at 8 or 9. Then, uh... Yeah. I just wanted to find out the actual directions on how to get there. Directions yet? No, not yet. I've been putting it off. Yeah. That that and I kind of figured they wouldn't be open today, but I don't know. That's hard telling. Yeah, they. Uh, I, I I looked them up. I know I looked them up before. They're they're kind of a. Uh, I I think. Um, I think they they work for the uh, for the growers or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. I was. Uh, this is something that doesn't happen very often, folks. I was uh, going to clean my glasses off, and you know the Windex thing you have off and spray and stream. I turned it to to stream and it started pouring out because I came up in the altitude <laughs> when I came up in the when I came up in the altitude it created pressure inside of there and it started automatically spraying all over my pants <laughs> that's what happened yeah. with my uh, shampoo and body wash bottles I went to open them up to refill them and all that pressure in there yeah um that's like I get. Um, I usually get those cans of Pringles, and if you if you buy a can of Pringles up in up in Denver, and it was manufactured someplace other than up in the high country, when you go to pop the lid, you'll notice the lid has a big dome on it mm-hmm. because the uh, air expands as you go up in the altitude. Yep. So it it makes kind of a dome up there. Okay, let me see now. Where do we got? Ah, uh, that says 16 minutes. I'm trying to clean my glasses, but that's that's impossible. These glasses <laughs> are shot. And I got to go get a DOT physical in the morning. My DOT physical expired yesterday. Hmm. Yeah, I know it's expiring soon. I thought Elizabeth about that. Yeah, they wanted me to go out. They wanted me to come in Friday afternoon, um, run over, get my physical real quick, and then head right back out the way I came to go to uh, go back to Iowa City. 
I had been out over 10,000 miles on this trip. <clears throat> and I told him, I, I said, you know, I need a day off. Mm-hmm. Well, I got my day off. I got actually, what, three days off. Considering yeah. I got in Friday afternoon, I probably, and that's another thing I have, um, I got the kingpins on this truck need to be redone. Uh, kingpins on the steering axle need to be done. Uh, a couple of other things. I wanted to put some shocks on this truck. Readjust the hood because the hood sits down on the bumper on the right side. Mm. Yep. It's all messed up. Yeah, so I ended up getting some time off down in uh, Fontana because, you know, I went to the terminal there and sat there for 40-some-odd hours, picked up Friday, and uh, instead of taking 10-hour breaks, it had been like, you know, 13- or 14-hour breaks just because I had so much time to uh, deliver this load. Yeah. So it's kind of like I'm getting some time off, you know, on the while on the road and, you know, time off during the trip. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind a day or two off out on the road, you know, or... Um, like the one trip down to Florida, I had like two deliveries one day and then drive about 200 miles for the next day. So, you know, it gave me some sleep time and everything. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't mind that a bit, but when I get back to Denver, I got other things I have to do and I just don't ever have the time for it because they turn me around and send me right back out. Like the next half that, that afternoon, or if I get in sometimes on a Friday night, they'll send me out Saturday noon. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't have time. You know, I got laundry I need to do. I got the Jeep I got to take care of. I got stuff I want to clean up out of this truck. I got a day's worth of work on the truck to do, uh, mechanical work. They were just yeah. going to send me right back out Friday, you know, Friday night, Saturday morning. Yeah. I just hit snow. I can see. I can only see maybe a half mile in front of me, and that's it. Ooh, got some good snow coming down, huh? Oh yeah. All right. All right. Well, anyway, um, maybe that's a good. Uh, maybe this is a good excuse to close the show out for the day. Let you uh, let you get back to driving because we have only got about ten minutes left here. Yeah, I still got the uh, hour before I get to uh, Lapine, so. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, Brian, uh, be safe out there and uh, appreciate the back and forth talk uh, on our show. And, uh, yep. folks, we will be here. Uh, we'll be here next Sunday at 6 o'clock Eastern, so uh, be sure and tune in. As soon as the show's over, I'm going to go back in and schedule the show for next Sunday. So we'll when was the last time you had, when, was, when was the last time you had a show, though? Back in February. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm not happy about it, but we're back, and uh, we will take care of everything. So anyway, uh, appreciate it, Brian. Uh, thanks, folks, for listening. And we will see you all here next Sunday, 6 p.m. on uh, Blog Talk Radio for the interactive Internet. And I know 
you know, we had kind of a loose show today. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that we could have talked about, but with today being Easter and and getting back on, uh, we just kept it light today. Maybe we'll get into some heavy stuff next week, but this week was just kind of a nice, easy show. So thanks yep. again, Brian. Thanks everybody for listening. And I am going to punch my uh, closing theme, folks, and we will see you here next Sunday, 6 p.m. Thanks a lot for listening. Bye-bye. We'll meet again. Don't know when. Don't know when. But I know we'll meet again. Some sunny day.